Hello, everyone. This is Elena Mozaner. This is Mind Over Matter. And today I'm going to be talking to Oliver Amorosan, who is a designer in the tech industry. And he's also a town and district councillor for the Green Party, or as they say in UK, party in the UK. So welcome, Oliver. Thank you. Hi. Nice to see you. Hi, hi. So first of all, I guess we have to say, okay, we have to let our audience know this is the first time you and I ever meeting and talking, yeah. right? Yeah, we've, we've had various conversations on Facebook in the past um, and interactions, but yeah, this is, this is the first Zoom or anything. So, so I want to yeah. thank you for being courageous and open to do this with me because the whole idea for the podcast came out about... I would say a month and a half ago, and the story is very unique and interesting. You probably know who you know Brian Rose is, right? Who was running for uh, mayor of London? Yes. Okay. So basically, I I was never a big fan, but I I like studying people, and understanding characters, and he came about on on um, Rebel Wisdom. David Fuller was talking about him doing a piece. Have you seen that? I have. Yeah, he's been quite critical of brian rose yeah it's very interesting so i watched it i'm like my gosh somebody's being also intuitive and critical they see what i saw back then let me watch let me watch let me study more so as i started researching i was let me just really trace you know brian rose's story i wanted to understand what happened why was there such an interesting fall and rise or whatever it is that as they were as they were seeing and then i'm like i'm watching him do his work and then all of a sudden these commercials are coming up, you know, uh, promoting him and all, you know, all the testimonials. I did, uh, you know, I took his course, which is like, I don't know, three, $5,000 course. And now I have a podcast and I'm like, wait, 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 you paid so much money to do podcast. I can do it right now. <laughs> and this is it. And <laughs> yeah, I started yeah, doing right. a podcast. Do you know, I, I actually signed up, no, I didn't sign up for the course, but I, I did the kind of, uh, a commercial masterclass that he gave for free like the, the free mm. part of it and, and linked through to that and sort of got invited to the Facebook group and everything and then he he had some confusing pricing and he was saying it's $200 and then suddenly it was like $2,000 it was like whoa what's going on so yeah it was it was it was quite shady um uh and yeah I, I got out and I had had the same feelings previously about him, but I was sort of giving him the benefit of the doubt. This was before the whole David Icke uh, controversy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. And, I, and I've enjoyed Rebel Wisdom's um, explorations, speaking to his ex-partner, the guy, the guy who he started. Nick Gabriel, uh, yeah. That's it, yeah, Nick Gabriel. So yeah, that's been quite revelation. It, it was it is quite a revelation and from there you just wanted to watch where he's going to go because according to david fuller he he calls him a, a grift grift yes grifter yeah he's lost so Grifter. much credibility yeah it's uh we'll it's see short. where he goes and on the one hand I will, i'm like i i really wish the best for everybody i want people to you know learn their lessons if they're if they fail i want them to i want them to get up and keep going so Hopefully, there's going to be some turn in his life that he'll turn things around. But well, it we'll seemed see. it seemed like he had it early on in in those early episodes. He seemed really interested in in a wide variety of people, and 
he, the people he was interviewing were really interesting, like Peter Joseph from the Zeitgeist Movement and yeah. um, and um, Jack Fresco, the late Jack Fresco. You know, the, he died recently at like 101, oh. and he designed all these future cities. Interesting. And he, he was he was he was really getting some good people in. And Gabor Mate, you know, Gabor Mate is a fascinating person. Neil deGrasse Tyson was on. Yeah. So like a lot of credible people. And he's, 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 you know, he's very good. He's a good talker. He does remind me, you know, of some other American leader, you know, political leaders a little bit, um, former leaders, especially in, in the sense of like, he, he's, he, he's excited. He's like, he's good at connecting. He's good at, connecting with people like you see him like being so genuine and kind to the point that when I started searching and researching researching about him because I wanted to understand what happened why is there you know you know rebel wisdom was talking about him his partners coming out I'm like what, what was it about him and then I obviously I saw that you know you know that this meeting with Pena who possibly triggered him back to his you know you we can yeah. call it a shadow He's, you know wanting the well yeah yeah so banking, banking history yeah yeah exactly so it's possible possibly something like, like that has happened but like a lot of people are saying that are talking about him that there are some good things that have come out for them in these courses because they met each other you know then there's a lot of positive and for me the positive is that i actually started a podcast without taking a course with him so in a sense <laughs> you know thank you that situation worked out for me that situation meaning watching and, and observing what's happening online so nice. yeah, here I am. And I contacted you, Oliver, because um, this is my podcast number five. So you're the fifth person. I contacted you because um, I'm very much interested in development. I'm interested in spiral dynamics. And when I first discovered spiral dynamics, as you say, one of the few developmental models, and that's how we're going to talk about it. I agree. Um, I, you know, there's so much happened for me. I wanted to learn more. I felt like I wanted to talk about it, but nobody knew about it around me. And it felt like I need to connect. I need to talk about that. Uh, and so I found that group online on Facebook, Spiral Dynamics Integral, Integral, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is where I met you, right? Yeah, I think it probably was. Yeah, because I think I sort of recognized you as someone who was, um, who had recently found it, just as I had, really. And I had done all this reading and and it seemed like I had some things that I knew maybe a little bit more than you. And I was like passing this information on your books I'd read and that. And so it was, it, it's uh, when you find out about spiral dynamics, I find that people get very enthusiastic. I did. Yeah. And, and you were like super enthusiastic. So I felt that and yeah, just wanted to like, yeah, like you say, wanted to connect with it and, and communicate. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you when, how did you discover spiral dynamics? So basically through social media, um, I had a, I have a friend based in San Francisco uh, who, who had been in a group. So I mentioned the Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist movement earlier. So I'd previously been interested in that and part of the group and I'd made a few friends through that on, online. And um, he had been putting links in the groups and on his personal page to this developmental theory and like uh talking about this and saying how important it was and 
people kind of ignore it because it sounds quite alien when I think when you hear about it for the for the first time yeah and I'd and I think this must have been maybe five years ago six mm -hmm. years ago and I I had looked at it a few times and thought thought mm, that sounds maybe a bit dodgy maybe I don't know I didn't quite believe it mm -hmm. maybe maybe I wasn't ready to receive the information you know mm -hmm. um, we'll talk about that later like how, how you can yeah, you know readiness for it's like for ayahuasca a, almost yeah. very similar yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. talk about it so um so yeah and then and then one day he i just i just uh, sort of followed up on one of his links i think he was he, he was evangelizing about it again and mm. i was like okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it and then um yeah so it was maybe four years ago three four years ago that i mm. that i it's that also I fairly recent yeah yeah and so, and then you finally looked into it. What happened? Um, so, the, yeah, there's been a, there's been a, maybe a couple of times in my life where you discover something new and you're just like really excited about it, and you end up staying up late and yeah. just, you know watching videos and ordering all the books about it. So it was like that, and um, mm -hmm. and of course, there's all these there's all these routes you can take when you get in when you find out about spiral dynamics, you look at the history of it, you look at about how it came about, you look at um, how it developed with mm -hmm. um, a guy called Ken Wilber, uh, an yep. American philosopher who, who sort of took it on and developed it even more and mm -hmm. controversially developed it even more uh, and, and made a whole sort of worldview out of this, uh, these, these theories. Um, and yeah, you um, you just and, and then you start. The great thing is when you start to see applications in your life. Um, yes, that's that's see, it. Mm -hmm. um, you start to see uh, the truth of the theory sort of playing out, you know, and you can you can relate it to people in your life. So I, d I don't know what level of uh, knowledge you think your audience might have about it because we're probably being quite abstract yeah. at the moment talking about it. Yeah, and, and even just the way you talk about it, it's also, I think for some people, it may create some sort of curiosity, you know, just because it's genuine sharing. And I think some, some people know what Spiral Dynamics is because I already talked about it with a few guests. Um, if And I always ask someone who knows Spiral Dynamics, how would you just define it in your own words in literally mm. 30 seconds to a minute how would you define it to somebody who's yeah. watching first time so it's a developmental theory it's um it's a psychosocial developmental theory and some sometimes it's talked about in terms of being um post piagian so so mm. a lot of people are familiar with piaget yeah. the child developmentalist and so piaget studied children and um, notice these uh, stages that they go through up until about age or well, teenage years um, and so defined these distinct stages. And then a lot of people started to think, well, okay, if children develop that way, then what happens to adults? We just assume that like once you're 18, you've developed and you're an adult suddenly and you know, nothing changes. Um, but so spiral dynamics takes up kind of takes up is one one of the post piaget and developmental models that takes up from where piaget left off mm. and tries to um 
tries to include adult development in that. So that's that's what makes it distinct, really. It's, it's ad, about adult development as well as children development, but also um, mm -hmm. it's not just about personal development. It's about cultural development yeah. as well. So that's an interesting um, point that you say post Piaget. Piaget. How do you say Piaget? Piaget, yeah, Piaget, <laughs> yeah, like Piaget, Piaget, and yeah, that's I've never heard that actually. That's very interesting because I we know that Jordan Peterson is very much into Piaget. I never heard yeah, Jordan Peterson yeah. talk about spiral dynamics for some reason. Have you heard of him? Have him talk about it? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, I think he must now be aware of it because of all the sort of media you know, and in, conversations. The, yeah. yeah, like the like the rebel wisdom guys that that mm -hmm. they've been interviewing you know david fuller became friends with peterson essentially yeah and has since has since like made various critical comments about him but um um i You're would right. imagine that he must be aware about it now i'm pretty sure he he must be aware of it it's just whenever i hear him talk about these stages or memes or any you know all you know starting from beige to yellow or the tears yeah. or be multi multi um perspective like he he doesn't quite yeah. talk about it although a lot of um, view of him online is through that lens, right? Like you yeah. said, David Fuller has has been really applying that, it's including Ken Ken Wilber. So yeah. that's that's what it is. So in your that's thank you for for your explanation and your view of spiral dynamics. I also see it as um as a map. For me, it has become a map. When I discovered it, I was like, ah, now I understand where I have been and where I need to go. Mm. And I understood where I was in my development at that moment and, and, and where I was when I first came to America. Also to me, it, it really became important because I was born in the Soviet Union, you know, mm -hmm. and I was hypnotized by the society and culture of that, you know, regime and, and, and you know, culture in a sense. So, and I remember when I came to America, how a lot of concepts and beliefs were kind of breaking up for me. Um, and how from one society coming here, my gravitation was towards the orange, obviously. Yeah. So I understood where some of the problems were in my own development and how the orange has, thankfully, was not the only way. And I discovered that there are other ways to think and believe about where the world, which was the green meme, you know, mm. and that was good for me to see where to go, how to correct my thinking and my beliefs and, and where to go, you know? Mm. So it is, it was, it was a fascinating roadmap. And, and, and like you said, I began to understand people around me. Like you said, you, you, you saw people according to, you know, their beliefs and their value mm. systems, right? So yeah. that was very interesting. And I think also relating to people has become different, but easier because you understand yeah. who people are. Yeah, I think, I think this is one of the um, powers of, of having any kind of deliver, developmental model um, in your operating system is, um, is mediation. I think it just helps you mediate between different groups. Um, I guess we should say something about what the stages are maybe yes let's yeah. let's let's see what the stages are so we let's, have let's see let's see if we can remember them right <laughs> so we have the beige which is the first one right so so yeah it's worth saying then so so when spiral dynamics was uh conceived of they they didn't have colors um so 
Claire Graves had very convoluted names for them for each stage. I think he used a number and a letter. And then uh, Don Beck came along and sort of mm. gave it the name of Spiral Dynamics and made, and made the colours so just to make it more accessible and easier to translate. So, so yeah, we start with beige uh, color, which is um, correlates to mm-hmm. culturally. It correlates to um, so early man, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, early humans. Um, culturally, it relates to that, and then personally, it relates to how a baby might perceive the world. It's all about survival. Yeah. Um, and then purple purple yeah is next yeah so purple so culturally purple is about moving from a, a survival instinct um type of worldview to a community to a tribal yeah yeah coming together in lo- slightly larger communities family and community um and personally again the, the baby becomes aware of their family their surroundings and the people around yeah. them and they start to uh, recognize their their tribe mm-hmm. um so uh the next stage is... and it's kind of when oliver is talking about yeah. it we always go in a in a spiral so meaning like here's the or the beige here and then here was we're going into purple then from purple the next one red back to to the same side where the but above beige and it looks like yeah. whatever is let's say on the left side if you look at spiral dynamics left is always individual like me oriented and the right side yeah. is always others community oriented so it's always like like a pendulum from so me to us me yeah. us me us but it but yeah. every stage as we go up it's still it becomes different so after the purple after the community purple would go where into we go into a more single singular uh, me orientated um stage red, red. Mm-hmm. so red is people developing out of the tribal phase and into a kind of conquering phase where they want to um conquer other other tribes perhaps um uh and so people like you know Alexander the Great or you know um, yeah. the the great the great conquerors of the of history, um, Genghis Khan. Yeah, that Genghis Khan. But also um, in in red can exist in sort of current societies or you know yeah. slightly historical societies. An example that's often given is uh, mafia. Oh, um, yeah. So mafia kind of might makes right is the is the buzzword for um, for red, and personally, it's about it's about um, harnessing your personal power and um, which is important, right? All so stages what, are important. Yeah. Also worth saying, yeah. So we're, we're, it's not that we it's not that we leave these stages behind yeah. as we progress. We transcend and include in, yes. in this terminology. We include part of the previous stage. And it's worth also mentioning that people talk about a healthy version of a stage and a potentially unhealthy version of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about red, it's often seen as like, oh, the bad stage because it's all about, you know, Genghis Khan. But but actually... But it's the development of me and I'm able to do things. Let's say you are 
you you moved into the purple and you're connected with your community and it's about you know making beads for each other and giving like giving things to each other and caring for each other but then you you need to grow as a community right and there's going to be that one or two a few people there's going to say you know what i know how to lead us into a better place yeah. So that's that's somebody with that red kind of value meme system yeah. and and obviously what's going to happen in that moment they're going to think you know what i'm a little bit above here i know what what's going on there they don't really know but i know what's up i'm yeah. going to lead them there and i know how to get water so therefore maybe the shadow uh, aspect would be you know i i i'm, I'm better I, I know more and yeah. you, reflect negatively I, right? i'm bigger yeah. physically as well i think i think initially exactly. you know it's, it's possibly i often think of it as a quite a masculine stage but i guess there must be a feminine aspect to it as well but yeah the you know the um the might makes right and the, the power god um dynamic um all about sort of dominance really dominance yeah. over other people but in, in an un, that and that would be the unhealthy aspect of it where it becomes that kind of bloodshed but the, nowadays, people talk about the healthy aspect of it being that harnessing your um, your emotions and your anger and your, your your personal power to to just to do things in the world to to manifest. And that's probably as you go up, up, up to yellow, which we get there. This is where you truly, really begin to harness that without thinking I'm better than others or I'm above others, right? But yeah. in the red stage, this is. The likelihood for for that kind of thought to occur right yeah yeah so from red we move to blue to blue yeah back to the other side which is above the, purple yeah so the the communitarian the we side again yeah. and so at this point culturally um the society is starting to get a handle on these wayward power gods and they the society starts to become more rule-based mm-hmm. um and orderly and mm-hmm. um hi- hierarchical um and traditional traditional is often used as the, the sort of key word for for this stage um i think Interesting, it was also like you mentioned the word hierarchical because from red right you move, you move up to the blue and this is mm. where it kind of develops naturally into that progression, right? Mm. Like where someone has, someone's bigger, someone has more knowledge. The other one is looking up to that, to him or her, oftentimes him back then, right? More masculine. And you, you look up to that person and you want to be like them. So you move up the rank, you know, you follow their orders in a sense, so it becomes a little bit of like a hierarchy. You learn from them because they may have the superior knowledge or something like that. Yeah, church. Yeah. Church is an example, right? Well, church, yeah, absolutely. So so I think, yeah, I think blue is often correlated with like the axial age and, um, and uh, the Abrahamic religions and, and the establishment of church and state. And, um, no, I have a question. If it, it is, I know it's often associated with Abrahamic religions, church, or or maybe even, well, let's say Abrahamic, yes, like Christianity or Islam. But what about atheism in Soviet Union? Because for some reason, I thought it was in the blue stage. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how, you know, Don Beck or um, Claire Graves would... would um, 
rationalize that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people in the uh, spiral dynamics community who have an opinion on that. Um, yeah. But um, I, I guess I would say it could be one of two things. It could be that actually Soviet Union possibly, you know, and this is where we get to some of the problems with spiral dynamics. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be that um, the Soviet Union, uh, as we know it, um, you know, uh, came of age or has, has been in a global culture where the enlightenment exists, where science exists. And so therefore it, 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 it's not, it's not um, existing in a bubble. So, so that those movements are going to have in an influence, even though the structural society might remain at um, a, a more blue stage, you know, mm -hmm. it might just uh, by osmosis get, um, enlightenment uh, perspectives to some degree. But also, might, uh, sorry? I was going to say, or it might be just that they're at traditional stage, at blue stage, um, but, it, but it just hasn't, um, for whatever reason, the, the, the religious side of it hasn't, hasn't taken a hold. And I'm not, I'm not too sure about the history of religion in the Soviet Union. You can probably... Uh, elaborate a lot more on that it's interesting to me to say that you know obviously during the soviet union they were burning churches it was not allowed when it collapsed then you know christianity started coming and buddhism and all sorts of spiritual things but churches sort of did exist they, they still they're beautiful constructions they did exist and they're very historical i think that there is a religious aspect to Soviet Union system in the sense that people were looking at Lenin, Lenin, who was the leader, right, of mm. communism. He, they looked at him as a, almost like a god in a sense, or Stalin. They would have their pictures um, at home, you know, um, displayed in the living room. Um, yeah. Lenin was in the tomb, in the mausoleum on the Red Square. So... And we, as you know, kids, I remember wearing um, something on our my chest, like a little—I uh, don't know how you call that in English. I'm forgetting the word. But with his picture, basically, mm. um, yeah, it's a little sign with his picture. So he he was considered as that kind of person. So I think, like, like we know that spiral dynamics is not perfect. Of course, there are things. It's not like absolute hundred percent, you know, science. It's it's a theory and we can kind of color things in certain in, in some certain ways and say that yes intuitively like understanding and knowing spiral, spiral dynamics i would say soviet union communism is somewhat in the blue meme blue blue side well this is this is an interesting um angle so what you can say is that perhaps you know the people who conceived of these um societal systems may have been at a higher stage but it's when it's in the implementation where they where they bring these insights to the wider public to the whole society and the society's center of gravity is at a lower stage then that plays out in a in a in a more basic way so they might have had these higher the the, the concept mm. of communism and and leninism might have come from a higher stage in the individuals but when when uh, pasted onto the society you know the, the people weren't ready to to take up the ideas ah, exactly okay, so okay. and so it becomes more of a kind of secular religion um at a blue right. at a blue stage society so. 
Very interesting. Yeah, because this is this it's very similarly, the blue develops then into the, not the orange, but higher, the one that's above it, which is green, which we'll talk about, right? So, okay, so then after blue, we move into this orange. This is mm. where I've arrived to America. This is what I was studying <laughs> about America, that it's about individualism, it's about success, it's about achievement, it's about money. And this was very luring to me in a way, you know, especially coming from not having many things growing up in the Soviet Union. So we always looked at America as a country that, you know, it was free country. You can do a lot of things. There's so many, so much opportunity. So that's the way I've really experienced this full blown orange meme in a sense, mm. but then it was, it became tiring. It became so tiring to me, psychologically tiring because I felt like, but I'm more than that. I'm more than my degrees. I'm more mm. than, than that. Why do people ask me all the time in New York, what do you do and where do you live? You know, like mm. I, it was really taking up a lot of energy and this is where i kind of start to rebel a little bit against that you know yeah but yeah. that's the orange orange meme right the yeah so orange, orange is moving back to an individual mindset yeah um so you're coming out of the traditional blue the, the sort of uh the restrictions of living in that sort of society and so culturally a society um starts to explore aspects of uh, sort of libertarianism and you know focus on the individual and you know the individual should be free and that's where um entrepreneurism uh, entrepreneurism, entrepreneurism right? absolutely yeah. um and so and so you can you know we, this is starting to become familiar to us right you know we, we're somewhat familiar with traditional societies these days there are still some in the world but we're very familiar with what we would now term as the modern society orange is uh, translatable to modern yeah. so modern society um, it's also um, it's also uh, we were talking about the enlightenment earlier it's also where scientific ideas and the enlightenment ideas mm -hmm. start to start to come online so Sam you, Harris becoming popular yeah you know. so you could say that you could say that orange came about you know was kick-started by the enlightenment and before that the renaissance so that was the start of scientific thinking and yeah a, a rational thought yeah 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 so so yeah and that's another good side of that's orange it's, it's where i personally have become familiar familiar with these people like christopher hitchens mm. back then when he was alive you know sam harris i was like fascinated with this their lectures and debates it was so so interesting to me it felt so brand new you know so yeah. fresh um yeah so new atheism yeah new is, atheism, is very yeah. is very orange yeah new atheism yeah, yeah. Um, but then and, we could say that even sam harris isn't necessarily all orange right now he moved a lot into green i would say you know yeah well i mean david uh, one of one of the one of the sort of popular spiral dynamic YouTubers who we were both familiar with, David yeah. Long, he, he actually says that um, Sam Harris might be the most um, yellow uh, public intellectual that we have. Yeah. Like, he's not fully there he's, because he's not fully self-aware of being such, but mm. I think he, um, he, he definitely espouses that kind of, that, that multi-perspectival view, which we'll get to.
And and it's it's really fascinating. Yeah, I've been listening to his podcast more and more lately again. So here we go. That's orange. And um, lots of fresh thinking, uh, lots of uh, doubting all this archaic, you know, religious old, uh, you know, religious Christianity and sort of beliefs and moving into individualism and success is important. I remember when I first joined Spiral Dynamics um, in Technoro, I asked the first question. I was just like, okay, who is Kim Kardashian? Who is this? Who, who is that? Who are these people? Like, are they orange? Like, I really wanted to understand. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thought that I was kind of right on that. I thought Kim Kardashian was more in the orange, orange, orange meme. Try. Yeah. Well, at least, at, least, at least her public persona. Maybe, yeah, public you know, persona. maybe she's a turquoise genius, but we don't know. <laughs> you, you're right. Because, and I'm glad you said that because I've been looking at her and I'm like, she's fascinating. And, and sometimes I sense this goddess archetype in her, you know? Mm. She's some sort of connector. She is, yes, it's success. Yes, she's selling us her makeup. And she has lots of followers and so do her, do her sisters on her coattails in a sense. But, you know, there's something about her and just the way she speaks. I read an article about her. I don't think I've ever heard her speak. <laughs> no, I, I've watched here and there. I, and she's getting into you know, politics and all that. But I heard somebody wrote an article about her where they say, you know, when you're around uh, Kim Kardashian, you feel like everything is going to be okay. <laughs> you know so yeah we don't we don't know we really don't know yeah but here i don't want to go i don't want to go on record as saying that kim kardashian is turquoise by the way so, <laughs> that she's what turquoise, she's tur- ah. turquoise. <laughs> no 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 you, you it was a you know kind of like a joke so we don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah we we see some orange kind of tendencies there but we don't know we don't know for sure so we can't and worth that. so worth saying as well that w- what we're doing there um, is slipping into the the uh, problem of of calling people uh, colors. So ah. people say, you know, the the the, um, the guys who teach this stuff say it isn't that people are at a stage; it's that their behavior within them they they express behaviors or views that are from stages. So you can have your personality spread over maybe two or three stages, different mm-hmm. parts of you. Mm, I like that. Different stages. So, so just worth saying that this isn't about yeah. categorizing people and sort of, you know, uh, denigrating people and saying you're blue, you're orange. It's about saying uh, that behavior that you just the did behavior. or that song that you heard or that, that idea is a blue idea. It's an orange idea. Yeah. I like that. Thanks for bringing that up, Oliver. It's 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 important not to categorize people as this and this color, but rather to say their behavior or view is exhibiting the value of an orange meme, for example, right? Yeah. We can say that. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. So where are we going after orange? That's an interesting stage. Yeah. So, so what do we see... Um, just worth backtracking to blue, saying that it's an, it, it, one of the words that um, denotes it is ethnocentric, right? So, so you're concerned with your country and you don't like foreigners, basically. Um, so with orange, it's the beginning of uh, a, 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 a global worldview. You start to see um, yourself as a global citizen, even though you know there it's is orange. Still tension. with, with orange. orange yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's oh. the first it's the first uh, uh first global time. it's the first time global comes online however it's not fully 
it's not fully embraced because you're still restrained by you know the uh the dynamics of commerce and um and the state and um and all of that sort of ideology that that is, that is still sort of trying to get out of traditionalism. But the next stage is green. Mm-hmm. And that is where you start to critique everything about modern society. Yeah. Um, and this is the postmodern stage. Um, so you're starting to see all the problems with uh, postmodern society, uh, with modern society. And so you, you recognize that there is um, certain aspects of like what Marx was saying, which was like the, you know, the alienation of, of uh, commerce and capitalism. You notice how um, the environment is being degraded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can say that postmodern society came about really in the 60s with the green movements with the environmental movements and um just that you can recognize it by people who are just critical of society um and and this 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 uh this meme as we as we call all the stages this this meme as you know i I recognize this strongly in myself from like during my well really starting in my teens but then lasting all the way until you know maybe mid 30s really yeah wow, it yeah, started yeah. early for you I think it did I th- and that, this is this is a weird thing and this is why the map isn't the territory right you know exactly yeah. like, so but I, I was and this is where um so we can introduce um another model at the moment so we can start to talk about um metamodernism mm-hmm. so so um i don't want to go into it right now but so yeah the, the, but it looks the, like it will answer this problem where it does right thank you reality um yes so there is that very core problem where sometimes i ask myself okay so you just mentioned that from 13 you're already feeling um, the the values that are resembling the green meat, yeah. right? Post yeah, postmodern. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it came a lot later. <clears throat> but but what's interesting is that some people seem to be born with it, right? Like Greta mm. from from right. Norway, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. may not have gone through all the previous stages, being you know, and and experienced any of those values per se. Maybe she was born like that. That's not the question. Like like then some people are born this way. They don't go through the stages. I don't have an answer for that through spiral mm. dynamics, right? or at least they, or at least they get to stages very quickly. And you want, yeah, you can with a spiral dynamics framework, you can you can question it and say, how is that happening? So mm. I remember being like thirteen and talking to my friend about about growing up and getting a job, and and just think, just thinking, oh, it's all it's all just a farce. And that's what I said to him. I said, oh, it's all a farce. You know, this the the life that we that we're that's set out before us is just. It's just a farce, and it's it's uh, why do why do we do it? Questioning everything, and this is the start of um, this is the start of like a personal uh, postmodern development. Mm-hmm. Because because many people you will meet people your audience will have met, or maybe even they just don't question society like that. Many people are just modern, and they they want to get a job, and you know yeah. have a family, and 
and just um, die peacefully and have a good retirement and, and all of that. So, and, and of course we all do, even yeah. if you're a postmodern, you, you know, you still got those uh, limitations, the, those human limitations and you, and the societal limitations of living in a, a commercial capitalist society, you know, yeah. we, we, we still have that society. So, or so not just get a job or for some, some folks, it could be, you know, inherit the money or, you know, use that money to build another business in another business and be an entrepreneur mm. and be super successful and then sell those products and make a lot of money and travel, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's just the way things are done right now. Right. So, so we can certainly say that the, a large part of certainly American society, but European society as well is, is is very modern and, and is and is and is less questioning um but we can see also you know with uh the the convers the, you know the, the conversations that are in society at the moment around um black lives matter yeah. and you know um lbg movement black lives yeah, me too LB, lbgt yeah q um those conversations are very much um, the postmodern sections yep. of society arguing with the uh, the modern aspects and also the traditional aspects of society. So um, there's, there's a lot of cultural war around it. That's that's, that's cultural wars. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to use the term because it might not be familiar to people, but yeah, yeah, the, the culture wars. Um, so there's there's a there's a there's a dynamics or an integral philosopher. Uh, I forget his name, um, who says, who describes it as being stretched out. Society is, is stretched out developmentally at the moment. So we, there's still a, still a huge base of traditional um, people in, in the West, in America, mm -hmm. especially. Then like, you've got the, the, you know, the financial aspects and the, the aspirational uh, parts of society. And then you've also got the, the green postmodern aspects that and they're all kind of stretched out society's stretched out and they're all kind of fighting flashing and especially yeah. because there's so much frustration and i can relate to it on an individual level when i lived in new york when i was pursuing myself my degrees my work my success i would meet every now and then with people who talked about oceans or talked about green you know the recycling and i'm like this is just like Oh, it's one of those people, you know, there it was a moment <laughs> like that in my life when I literally look at them like, okay, this is just not for me. It's too much. And on top of all that, they just keep teaching me. They're being arrogant. Like who, like, I don't want to feel this way. Like I'm a, you know, like, like you're a yeah. most likely who are yeah. they? I have my life. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I can understand this is not where I am right now. This is where I used to be, but I can understand how the society is relating to these things very similarly. Right when the green um, movement or you know, whatever the movements and groups are coming up from that postmodern society, how mm. they're becoming frustrated, like a frustrated parent almost with a, mm. with, a, with a child, with a teenager, and they just don't know mm. what to do. And yeah. so there's a lot of that clash that is happening. Yeah, so, so this really speaks to um, mm. an aspect of spiral dynamics, which says that all the stages up to green are known as first tier. Yeah. Um, they're all in the first tier of stages. And that means that 
they are not aware of development. They're not aware that there are these stages. And so they're just at war with all of them. They're all the first tier stages just kind of don't like each other. And you might ask, well, how does that work when, you know, people progress through these stages? Do you just like, how, how do you go from like one worldview to another worldview? And so psychologically, they say this happens because you, you react against, you, you literally have these epiphanies during your life. And, and you're speaking so honestly about them now, you know, where you, you really believe these things and you're annoyed by certain people. And then you know, you mature and relax into a new way mm -hmm. of being and just and step away from the previous one. You, it, yeah. it tends to be these, this, um, so, so when, for example, when people move into green, they might become an activist because they're so passionately yeah. trying to push themselves away from orange. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there's, there's that dynamic of, it's uh, eventually you transcend and include, but initially when you're in the sort of transition phase, you try and push away from the previous stage. Yeah, but I also wonder how, is it possible that some people are somewhat lost and they're just trying to find something and maybe they go into green, one of the green movements and say, let me just be with that and just fight for something, you know? So that's maybe orange in, yeah. kind of behavior in me right now kind well, of rebelling against yeah yeah sure well absolutely i mean so green it's worth saying green is we're swinging back into a into a we stage into a communal stage again so yeah the the, the it's, it's um it can get tribal yeah and uh, people people want to find their tribe and um and arguably, you know, the, the conversation in in um integral and spiral dynamic um circles is that this is where like identitarian politics is coming from. Um, you know, we uh, how we, we we all want to support um, you know the the struggles of uh, of minorities and and people who um, with different uh, sexual persuasions. Mm -hmm. But um, th there's the complaint that the the at green you get people really taking these missions to heart. And oh, it's almost like militant. Becoming yeah militant. becoming militant becoming very tribal mm -hmm. uh, and 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 even like a kind of regression back into exactly. back into blue where there's like um a, a, you just feel it so strongly and and it and yeah and that's probably the unhealthy representation of it something i remember actually the one of yeah. the recent podcasts i watched with david fuller and jonathan Rawson, I think his name is. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. And it was very good where he mentioned the um, one of the ideologies, sort of, sort of of the green uh, meme, where you say, you know, there are no truths, and we can agree with that, right? There's no mm. no truths, or even like the idea that with the gender, like, like, mm. but talking about gender, it's a, so, it's a social construct, right? Yeah, social yeah. construct, exactly. So maybe I feel like you know, masculine. I'm feminine today. I have have nothing, and maybe I'm not a exhibiting any of those things today and it feels good um not even though i have a xy chromosome and woman body right so it's like the truth that, that there is no truth that's what they believe in and yet when it goes into the health unhealthy form that's the truth right so there's no yeah. truth but that's truth so yeah, that's it's kind true of like, that there is no truth yeah so it's a they call it the performative contradiction um, right right so green. 
So that's the unhealthy sort of side of that green, but it, it is so important. We don't want to get too confusing to our audience about these things, but it is so important to go through these stages. And before you go to the second tier, which we'll talk about, you can't just jump from orange to, to, to yellow. It's impossible. You have to right. swim in the green and truly fully process and understand it, you know? Yeah. So this, this yeah. is the, I think, yeah, I, I always marvel really at how, because um, you can imagine like someone someone who really embodies orange like an entrepreneur a, a banker who's all about aspiration and possessions and brian rose materialism and brian rose. <laughs> maybe exhibiting some of maybe, that exactly oh, yeah awesome. someone who's really taken on board that you know the modern meme what they would think of like a hippie in, who, who's green and is an environmentalist and is anti-capitalist and is yeah. uh non-binary and is black mm -hmm. and is all of these things yeah. what they, they, they're just worlds apart and yet somehow if that banker or that entrepreneur is is um is open to it then that is that is the path that they're going to take they're going to take on some at least some of those those ideals and they, they're going to they're going to start to critique their own lifestyle and so yeah. that's the kind of transformations that, that we're talking about. And that's why it's so difficult at first here, because people are so far apart, even though it's the next stage. Um, so. Very, very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, to, to bring back to this idea, and maybe some people can relate to it, when you're in full in the orange, like at least for me, the idea of a green was, it's not for me, maybe maybe somehow it's not the time or it's for others to think about it's not for me to deal with i have my life to think about i need to earn income i need to finish this education i want to be successful i was really concerned with my own achievement like i said earlier how it just became too heavy for me it's because it, it truly isn't about that like for instance i'm really enjoying talking to you and it came up to me already a few times during our conversation and i was wondering like I'm, on, I'm thinking on different levels, kind of chaotic. Like I was talking with this woman about the difference between men and women. I said, you know, Jordan Peterson says women, Jordan Peterson says women are chaotic and men are orderly. And I said to her, you know, chaos, some people may say it's, it's negative. And she's like, no, as a woman, I'm talking to you right now. And I'm like thinking about this picture behind you, wondering how it might look like in my house, looking at the time and thinking when it will end. That's that's chaos in a sense. So with that said, I want to say that throughout the conversation, as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking already five times how I enjoy talking to you and why, because you don't have anything to promote, you know, not like you're not promoting a book. You're not mm. promoting anything. You don't have anything to sell. And the conversation is easy and genuine. And there's nothing in the background because times to time you talk to people that you know have something you know the business or book and, and it's always coming back to it which is fine i'm okay with that it's perfectly fine but yeah. also when someone doesn't have any of these things it's just like it's so so much more real and at the same time maybe you are so turquoise as you might say turquoise <laughs> that you have the book somewhere or you have something somewhere, but at that point, it doesn't matter. You know, people listen to us and then they'll Google you and they'll find out who you are, you know? Mm. Yeah, does it make sense? Well, uh, thank you for suggesting I might be turquoise, but I, you know, 
I don't like to diagnose myself, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's true. I, I am not a author or a uh, entrepreneur, um, although some aspects of me would like to be. Uh, so um, yeah, I am talking from a completely sort of amateur perspective here, and um, yeah, I'm enjoying the conversation as well. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because yeah, you you often you know I, I listen to podcasts, and you can always tell when when the person being interviewed is is like a scientist or something and or, or just someone less interested in um you know aspiration and um is uh, is coming from a, a genuine space yeah and and somewhere yeah. less somewhere just yeah. less promotional you know exactly even if the person may be uh, you know an author or filmmaker or has produced certain things but they come from that point of view where it's just it's we're having a conversation you know that's what's important to people so here we go that's the green green meme that we just discussed moments ago hopefully people have an idea of what it is it is the time where you actually think more about the oceans and actually truly you think more about recycling and things like that you actually i started feeling guilty you know about packages yeah. and, and plastic yeah. and yeah. and just looking at the garbage can i'm like why are they, and you know what? California is supposed to be really onto those things, but I lived in Italy for one year and there it's much more strict. You know, you have five different bins, you recycle and, and everybody thinks that, you know, there's a lot of green, green movement in California, but for some reason, I'd like to research and understand more where all the garbage goes because there's recycling isn't the same as it is in Europe. Yeah, some, some of the stats I hear are quite worrying, yeah, about um, how only a small percentage of what's put in the recycling is actually recycled. But it's difficult to get solid figures on that because um, yeah. you can imagine it's very controversial. Um, talk, let's talk about yellow because we're running out of time. There's so many oh, more to wow. talk about. We're going to have to okay. So let's talk okay, about so, yellow for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yellow. Yellow is the first stage of second tier. Um, and the originator of spiral dynamics, Claire, Gra Claire W. Graves, described this as humanity's momentous leap, like a, uh, a, a great transition for, for individuals and for society. And basically, you know, it sounds, sounds kind of grandiose, but basically yellow is what we're doing now. Um, we're, we're talking about all the stages where we're saying what's good and what's bad about them. We're recognizing them. Uh, we see them. We're not judging them so much. We're, we're, we're trying to, trying to make them healthy. And so a lot of people say that, that, you know, there's not that much yellow in the world, not, you know, in terms of the global population, there's maybe three to 5% of people mm -hmm. who, who kind of real, realize this kind of uh, dynamic that it's had this, <laughs> the spiral dynamic, the dynamic of all of the aspects of society. And, and yeah, I definitely recall a time maybe starting from age 36, um, maybe six, six or so years ago, where um, I was just starting to notice that 
you start to recognize the people who you chime with and that there are these differences and you really start to feel those oh that person's sort of like that and that mm -hmm. person's sort of like that and I and I, I like those people but they're a bit too extreme and like that person mm -hmm. is rigid and traditional and they, they are you know that they're, they're they're not even sort of like this person yet so so you start to see that but there's but there's no map and like you said spiral dynamics is the map and it's not a perfect map but it but it really shows you these um these archetypes almost of, of society these or stereotypes um so so yellow is is really about systemic thinking and yeah. first of all seeing the system of society itself seeing your own development understanding about development and that just like i said i think the one of the powers of it is mediation and you can apply it to your life yeah and you can see like people in your family who you maybe haven't got on with you can start to appreciate their perspective even more when you understand that okay they they don't think like that because because they're just not um they're not receiving the meme that you want them to <laughs> mm -hmm. you you you're you're in a privileged position for whatever reason because you because you you're able to see these extra parts of culture extra parts of society so so yeah i have this with you know various family members and, and people in my life and if someone has a, a large part of them that is traditional then previously you know i've gotten to arguments with them and rows and like yeah really sort of not understood them just you're thinking why do you think like that um but if you, if you can just see that there's this progression and, and maybe some people still holding on to you know previous let's say meme plexes mm -hmm. um you can just sort of let it fly and just get on with them and just realize that what's important is you know is um you know, just harmony and, and uh, conviviality in your life, no matter if you have different opinions with people. Yeah. So, so that's, that's yeah. how it's really helped me. Um, yeah. You know, and and as we talk, thank you. So you have that behavior exhibiting the yellow V meme system. I can see that. Um, and I'd like to think of myself having those attributes myself. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that, this is where I am in this stage of development, but I, I'd like to have, this is something that I really enjoy. I'd like to have. And one of the um, qualities of that stage is being multi-perspective. Mm. And to me, this is really a core quality. I, I cherish that quality and I know that I have it. I know that I have that um, because it helps me in my practice when I work with clients uh, in the sense that this, I can, with their permission, not like verbal permission, but the fact that they want to come to me, it's already permission to work with them. So somehow magically I can, for, for a very quick, short time, maybe 15, 20 seconds, I can imagine myself being them. It's almost mm. like magical in a sense. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl Union. I imagine myself being them. And comedians are good at that when they, um, you know, impersonate characters. Um, actors are very good at that. So I allow myself to be them and then somehow the information starts flowing, you know, it's like there's a lot of download is happening <clears throat> and it sounds out there, but it's actually quite, 
some sort of modern science. There's some sort of modern science to it. And it's, it's about really relaxing and knowing that we are all connected. It's like a huge network from mind to mind to mind. And um, that's also, it helps you, like you said, understand other people and you don't go too quickly into conflict with others. Um, there may be a trigger, of course, you could be still triggered, uh, but you, you, you really try to see their perspective better, you know, yeah. like see their perspective. I see where they come from. And even with my family members, with my husband, you know, that's the best way to, to really, truly communicate. And you always try to understand their perspective as opposed to just being in your view and perception. So that's, mm. it's, a, it's a really, really an important quality. And respect. There's a term called spiral wizard, right? I think you become mm, spiral yeah. wizard. I like spiral that. wizard. Yeah. Yeah. So that that describes someone who is basically at second tier, who who is really concerned with the they call it the the health of the spiral. So mm -hmm. just when they speak with people, they're trying to um, encourage the healthy side of wherever they're at. I mean, it's okay for people to be wherever they're at and mm. um, emphasize their, the, the healthy aspects of, of their level. Um, then we have turquoise, right? We have turquoise and then there's coral. These are the stages that very rarely people talk about much, right? Yeah. But yeah. I was thinking so, maybe, well, we can talk for a few minutes, but I was actually thinking we should probably, you and I should get back together and do another hour. And because um, there, there are a few other things that I really want to talk to you about. Sure, the masculine yeah, and feminine, the, some of the videos that you posted in the past. I really want to discuss those and your view on things. So why don't we just, <clears throat> so we don't break the spiral dynamic, two words about, a couple of words on turquoise. And if you know anything about coral, I don't know. And if it's important. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. what I would say is one of my favorite um, developmental philosophers um, says that we shouldn't, consider turquoise because the mm. the the societal environmental um aspects that need to be in place aren't there yet we, you know we're still we're still battling with you know the the, the modern postmodern transition mm. um we're starting to see like uh, second tier uh, art and media but the, we don't really have many um, organizations and institutions that are second tier so really to say that you know to say that we can talk about turquoise is, is it does to me feel like we're sort of jumping the gun a bit and we we need we can sort of we can infer what it might be and and you know there are integral philosophers who who uh believe that it's it's a real thing and that people can be turquoise and and but it's usually reserved for sort of um very spiritual gurus who who mm -hmm. you know th those people who can just like diagnose your life and tell you everything that's that's wrong and what you should believe that's in. me that's me <laughs> just kidding just kidding just kidding <laughs> yeah well maybe no. um yeah, people like well, people are wearing sort of turquoise shirt today a little bit. Yeah, it's too it's, dark. It's too dark. Well, yeah. you, you're wearing the green. Deep, deep teal. Oh, yeah, I've got my green on. Yeah, so people like, um, you're familiar with like Sad Guru, 
the yes. guy called yes yeah so people say uh, he's possibly like turquoise he's interesting he's, very very interesting I've, I've i've listened to his to his conversations I, yeah. I only hope that you know there's so many gurus like like him um yeah. that kind of like osho that you know situations went a little crazy i hope it's not gonna yeah, i don't exactly think he it's seems di- he way. seems different to that he seems he seems different he seems way more chill than those guys and oh that's nice um, chill is more, good. yeah so yeah he's he did an interview with matthew mcconaughey i i saw it on youtube i need to watch that interview oh yeah yeah i've seen uh, i don't I haven't watched it I've, i want to watch it. it let's continue our conversation we'll talk about um I really want to talk about art and media from the yellow perspective. It would be interesting mm-hmm. to talk about that. I want to talk about feminine and masculine and, um, and some other things. And I also wanted to talk about you, about some of the lessons and learnings you talked about being in that from 13 to 30, exhibiting the green values. So I wanted to talk about that and also a little bit about the group, just a little bit about the group, uh, Spire yeah. Dynamics group. But uh, And the- also I, w- I would say, let's talk about, other developmental models yes and and the the problem with spiral dynamics Um, other models and the problem with spiral dynamics this is it this is our next conversation guys so stay tuned i truly enjoyed talking to you once again it was a delightful conversation and really great to connect with you finally like that in in person but through zoom yeah digitally mediated (laughs) yeah 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 thank you so much for getting in touch and having me on